Welcome to the 100-Year Real Estate Investor. We're your hosts, Jake and Gino, and this is the show dedicated to long-term personal financial engineering. Gino, how's it going? Good morning, Jake. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Always making it happen. Our guest today has been using the dual asset strategy for over 10 years. He started his 100-year real estate investing journey after the 2008 financial crisis and has resulted in a rapid accumulation of cash value and an efficient capital source for his family. So without further ado, Kelly Clemens, welcome to the show. Hey guys, good to see you. So Kelly, coming off the back of a major real estate crash, what was the epiphany that attracted you to real estate at that time? Uh, my mom had um, contracted uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, and uh, you know, lady of the depression, and just just funny story. You know, uh, if you've dealt with any of those people, um, they're always like, "I don't have any money. I don't have any money. You know, I'm broke. I can't do this or that." And uh, uh, finally, I had to start taking care of her affairs and and started getting mail and looking at these statements coming in and seeing. It's like I wish I were poor like you were poor. <laughs> Realize that this lady had over half a million dollars uh, accumulated. And uh, so uh, my siblings and I got together and um, uh, talked about what do we do here. And so we um, uh, put uh, put some money aside for her. And uh, through my brother-in-law, I had a contact. And uh, um, that guy's well, let's put them in these um, uh, mutual funds. Um, happened to be loaded mutual funds. Uh, and uh, and things went pretty good. We $250,000 we had put in had grown to $350,000. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a meeting with my family and just said, hey, we've had a good run. Maybe we should do something. And we're like, yeah, cool. Sounds great. What do we do? And I said, well, I don't know. We should do something. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, and we even talked about, well, maybe we move this over into, you know, just, just the money market side. But uh, we didn't take action. And that conversation was at the end of 2007. Um, and then early in 2008, we saw that market decline. And that $350,000 just overnight went down to under $200,000. Mm. Um, and I just remember being so frustrated. And I thought, you know, I lost my mom's principal. Um, I was disappointed in myself. I was angry. Um, and then uh, later that year, at the end of 2008, December 2008, um, my mom passed away. And so between my three siblings, we split $169,000, oh. where maybe there could have been three fifty, dollars at least there could have been $250,000. Um, we won't get into, you know, whether that, you know, we got good advice or didn't get good advice, but it just drove me to say there's got to be something different a different way, a different method uh, for handling these things. Um, And so that's when I discovered um, this dual asset strategy and uh, found someone who guided me through that process and introduced it to me. And uh, um, just in my mind, I was almost instantly, I was very quickly like, why wouldn't I do this? Mm -hmm. Um, And so that was was the start of my journey uh, into uh, uh, using this resource. The resource, Kelly, you talk about, can you give us some of the benefits? I know you had said something about cash management, even protection of principal. What did you really like about it initially? Initially, I had just gotten married uh, earlier that year. And um, so, you know, we're looking at life insurance. It's like, mm-hmm. I want, want, to, want to cover each other. And so as this came along, you know, it's a play on life insurance. So that was mm-hmm. a, a part of it. Mm-hmm. And um, between my wife and I, we had 
um, you know, some good additional income or living below our means. It's like, where are we going to put this? What are we going to do with this? Um, we are already real estate investors. Uh, my wife and I both started out by buying a duplex, uh, living in one unit, renting out the other unit, and then uh, building from, from there. We now have about uh, uh, 20 units and, uh, you know, $2, $2 million in, in value in our properties. But uh, um, so we're looking at this a way to access our cash um, without having to go to a bank, without having to ask permission. Um, we can set the repayment schedule for how we pay back, you know, what we access. Um, we, the amazing thing about this is the money that we take out still continues to grow mm -hmm. at the same rate as if it was still in there. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can tell me you go to a bank if you have $100,000 and say, give me 50, but pay me interest on the 100,000. Right. They're going to laugh. They're going to laugh you out of the bank. I think it goes the other way. I, th I think you're the one paying in the interest. there. Yeah. So, so you have these you have these policies. You're borrowing from these policies. And over time, you've utilized the money to create an insurance policy. And now you're utilizing that same cash to go buy apartments. You have a policy set up and now you have over two million dollars in real estate. That's beautiful. That's well yeah. done, sir. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And when you started it back in 2008 and you're starting it out, now you look at what you started 10 years ago. Sometimes it's harder for a lot of the listeners out there. Yeah. You know, 20 years from now is a long time. I, I'm not, yeah. no, but I started my policy 20 years ago and it is chugging along now. I'm putting in money and that cash value is starting to really build up. So if you start young, this is definitely a retirement tool for you also. Yeah. Can you speak a little bit about, about that as well, Kelly? Yeah. That's what is so amazing to me, especially someone's younger. I mean, I started this when I was 48. Um, so when you're talking the, the life insurance side, mm -hmm. you know, a, a premium for me for a life insurance policy is going to be more expensive. Mm -hmm. um, if you're younger, uh, you know, your, your premiums are just so cost effective, especially when you figure that premium is locked in for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. No matter what happens as far as your uh, health condition, um, you know, and, and you're just aging. And so, uh, and then the additional cash value you put into these policies, um, the freedom you have to make these flexible to work for you, um, wherever you are. And as your journey grows, as your uh, uh, earning ability grows, you can, again, uh, build, build new policies and, and take advantage of that. Um, so, uh, you know, we're just uh, have really been able to take advantage of, uh, um, you know, the unique characteristics of this strategy, again, to enhance our lives. And that's in 10 years in, I look at, I look at the cash value of my policies and I start to think, wow, when I get to retirement, um, uh, whatever that might look like, I have this great uh, pile of cash that I can access, um, you know, tax-free and think in this tax environment, what are taxes going to be in another 10, 15 years? Um, and if I have money in another place that is taxable um, or even in the market, if I'm in a down market year, I don't want to be taking money out of right assets yes. in a down market. Now I'm just compounding the hit I already took by withdrawing. I have less money to work when that market does come back. So I can draw from this bucket over here on the other side. Um, where I don't have that impact and I can let that recover and grow back. So it's a great insurance policy. I mean, I love having these policies. We have money in the market. We have real estate. Um, so we've got these different strategies working. And as you've mentioned, I, I love the aspect of, of uh, when I put the money in this policy, I've got another business I'm starting besides my real estate. It's a little business 
right? Mm -hmm. That I work with here. It's my own little bank, really. I'm in the banking business. How much capital would it take to go start a bank? Right? Mm -hmm. I don't know the start my own that. bank, <laughs> my own family bank. Mm -hmm. um, the only I person ever known that uh, started a bank was Jim Clayton, and that's after he sold his company for like $3 billion to Warren Buffett. So I think it takes <laughs> yeah. a decent amount of capital to start a bank. Yeah. Kelly, you said so many things. I have to recap a lot of this, everybody. Sure. The first thing is you can have your cake and you can eat it too. You can put money in equities and you can also have it in, this pol in these policies. It's very important, everybody. It's not mutually exclusive. You should have both. You want to diversify, it's great. The second thing that Kelly said was, if the market drops, you're protected. You can take it out of your whole life policy, the cash value, and have your equities recuperate if and when they ever do, because we're going to have a market correction. So if you're about retirement age and you're looking to retire and all of a sudden the market corrects by 40%, if you have a whole life policy with cash value, you, you can pull it out from there. That's very, very important. The next thing is the business aspect. Look at it, each of these policies from a business aspect, because one of the objections that I always get is, well, the cash value is not that much in the first two or three years. Well, go start a business. How much money are you make in the first two, three years of your business? It's the same mindset. Absolutely. And this leads to my biggest takeaway. Kelly embodies the 100-year real estate mindset. He's not in it for today or tomorrow. He's in it for the long term, which is very important, everybody. This is all about long-term generational wealth. And it's also about generational skills. Kelly's embodied the skills to be able to create money and to be able to make money. And he's, he can pass that down to the next generation. So embodying that 100-year real estate mindset will help you in every endeavor of your life. And this is just one tool in the toolbox. We need as many tools as we can to be as flexible as we can because markets are constantly changing. Changing, to have money set aside for an opportunity to be able to tap into that and not interrupt that compounding rate of return on that policy to be able to pull it out, to be able to control the funds. That's what us as 100-year real estate investors want to do. We want to be able to control our funds. And Kelly's doing a great job with that. Would you like to add anything to that, Kelly? Uh, you, you nailed it. I mean, that's, that's exactly right. So you have to think long-term. Um, you know, you're capitalizing uh, your uh, your bank, you're capitalizing your business. Um, you know, most of us, when we buy a property, um, you know that you don't want to buy a, a done property. I mean, unless the opportunity is just beyond your, you know, your wildest dreams, but we're buying distressed properties and we're putting money into that before we're going to see a return, right? Because we know long-term that's going to be the better, the better play for us. And it's the same thing with these policies, the early years, the first you know, two to three to, to, to five years are capitalization. Mm -hmm. And then it's and then it's living your life insurance, right? There's a living benefit. It's not just about death, mm -hmm. right? It's a now death for certain. And the great thing about this policy is you've got that guaranteed. We go buy insurance for our car. We don't know if we're going to need it for our house. We don't know if we're going to need it for we buy, you know, uh, uh, title insurance now. I mean, all sorts mm -hmm. of things. We don't know if we're going to need it. Guaranteed. Right. There's an expiration date on you. Right. So <laughs> you've taken care of your family on that side, but then you get to use this asset to enhance your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And the, the life of your family, you know, the same dollars. What in that what we're after the same dollars doing multiple tasks. Mm -hmm. Right. Here's the thing we get for that buck. Mm -hmm. Here's the key. Words matter. And you said you buy it. You're not renting it. This is not a 10 year you know, kind of, I'm going to rent this term policy. You are buying it so that when you do die, 
you have a guaranteed death benefit. And guess what? The current administration is looking at taking away the step up in basis. Okay. Therefore, step up in basis goes away. Your heirs are going to owe capital gains, which are not 18, 19, 20%. They're going to go to 40 if this if these current proposals go through. Okay. Mm-hmm. No 1031 exchanges anymore, guys. That's what all, all the proposals on the table are for. So if you have a guaranteed death benefit in place that you bought, that you did not rent, that expires in 10 years, it's going to guarantee be there when you die, you were a responsibility junkie, you took the long view, and you protected your family and your assets for the long term. Bros, yeah. I love that. Kelly, I want you to end off the uh, conversation here with a story about your tenant. And I love the story. You shared this with me last week and then not being able to pay the rent and, and coming to you. And, you know, yeah, I just had a tenant uh, call me two weeks ago now, um, impacted by the COVID, had been sick a couple times. So not having income coming in, but uh, had been putting money into his 401k. And uh, so, you know, they've, they've passed rules now saying because of COVID, you can take some extra withdrawals out of your 401k. And, and uh, so, he called them up and said, I want some money. And they said, you have to go to your um, landlord. They have to give you a notarized eviction notice with how much you owe. And you have to present that to us for us to give you your money. Mm-hmm. So I had to go talk about all a that gatekeeper. Hassle. huh? Yeah. You know, wow. you had to go through all that hassle to get, you know, uh, enough to, to cover a, a month's rent plus, you know, some some other bills that were involved. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. So let me leave off with this, Jake. This is important. We always talk about being financially responsible, even for the youth. I always talk about creating an emergency fund. If you have an emergency fund where you put a thousand dollars into it and then you put away three to six months worth of savings. That's why I started my you know life insurance policy 20 years ago. I wanted to have that little bit of cushion there. And whenever I needed to access it for short term, you know, pain when something really happened where there, you know, at that age, an air conditioner goes out, or I had to fix my car, I didn't have the money, I had the ability to borrow that cash value, have the loan on it, and then repay it back whenever I had the ability to repay that back. So it always comes down to as real estate investors and as entrepreneurs, we need that ability to capitalize on those opportunities. And there's going to be opportunities in the next two to three years in the real estate space with all these prices, adjusting with these mom and pops out there. So having that, you know, that ability to have that opportunity come by you and be able to access it is very, very important. Kelly, any final parting words to the listeners today? Again, just to look at your circumstances, look at your goals, your long-term goals. What are you trying to accomplish, right? And then uh, protecting your family. Um, If you're single, thinking again to the future, making an impact on your world and your community. And uh, uh, just that, that, that long-term thing, I love Jake and Gino, I've loved uh, uh, your thinking on this and uh, um, how you uh, have that, uh, you wanna impact your world, you wanna impact your community. Um, I was a pastor uh, for 20 years. And so, uh, you know, it's important for me to think uh, the value and my wife and I, we don't have kids. Um, so the death benefit for us is a legacy uh, play. Um, you know, what impact can we make? My mom, a single mom, a school teacher, um, took care of three kids, you know, just uh, was dramatic and uh, what she did. And now, you know, with a multi-million dollar death benefit, what can I do um, as a legacy for the work that she had done? You know, so. That's awesome. All right. Well, hey, Kelly, appreciate today. Gino, tell us where we can get some more information. Everybody, 
just go to 100yearrei.com. That's 100yearrei.com. Go on there, schedule a call with one of our advisors. Kelly's a 100-year real estate advisor. Start the process. This is not going to happen overnight. This is a long-term process. This is the 100-year mindset where you're there and thinking about not what's going to happen next quarter or next year. The next 5 to 10 to 15 to 20 years, this is what it's all about. As entrepreneurs, we are the ones who are going to solve the problems of the future. Become an entrepreneur, become a responsibility junkie, and go to 100yearrei.com. Thanks, Jake. Guys, it's a lifestyle by design, and it's intentional. Kelly, Gino, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys.